This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Bienvenidas al podcast Dos Bold Latinas. Aquí están sus hosts, Jat Nabreu y Josibel Madera Vialet, dos latinas feministas born en Santo Domingo y en New York. Passionate about Latina empowerment, Spanglish, learning, growth, and so much more. Hola mujeres, in today's episode, we will be sharing our experiences of feeling um, like an imposter sometimes, many, many times in our lives. When we are put into roles or situations that require us to maybe be an expert um, and prove that we know what we're doing technically. And so um, El Internet defines imposter syndrome as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. So feeling like you can't do certain things that have been assigned to you, that have been given to you, um, because maybe other people think that you're capable and you have the ability to do those things. So today, let's talk a little bit about when Rosie and I have felt like an imposter and how we have dealt with that. So I'm going to let Rosie get started so she can share her experiences and how she were, uh, she was able or keeps actually being able to overcome that. And then I'll share my little bit of um, experience. As well. Thank you, Jatna. Hey, ladies. So I, I felt like you know, Jenna and I were talking, like, what can we talk about? I'm like, this is something I feel like we all battle with. And for me, I didn't really know what imposter syndrome was until not too many years ago. And I wish I knew what it was because I probably could have overcame some constant battles I would fight by myself in my mind. So, and it's because like, I would often confuse imposter syndrome with low self-confidence. So I've always lacked confidence. Um, but I never really knew what imposter syndrome was, like I was saying at the beginning, right? So all of that always led, that low self-confidence led to imposter syndrome. So my personal development reviews for the past five years have always included increased self-confidence. <laughs> but little did I know that I, I'm, in moments, I could say I did have that lack of self-confidence, but I did feel that now that I know more of what imposter syndrome was, that was more of that um, imposter syndrome. So I, yes, I have increased my self-confidence. That's where I'm able to be where I'm at now in my job. But like I said, it was not until too long ago. So if you're listening now, you don't know where it is. If you're listening to it for it for the first time. You heard Donna say the 
definition that's on the internet, but definitely do more research on it so that you can, if you're experiencing, if you think you're experiencing that, so you can do that self-reflection. But let me get started with, have three little things to share that I can say, what could be relatable to everyone? So I would always self-doubt myself that I was doing well doing presentations, like on stage. And that would be at when I started my corporate job because I was new and I was just like, am I doing this right? But when I would get off stage, I would be complimented. And it was like, is this true? Like, is this just people being West Michigan nice, you know, or <laughs> the corporate job being nice? And then I would just see that it went, um, it would keep increasing. And my boss would say, hey, no one goes out of their way to compliment people. So just take it and just say thank you. Cause I would always reply, oh, think uh, I would say, oh, okay, yeah, well, thank you. But I could have done better and XYZ. <laughs> so it was so hard for me to take a compliment. So what do I do now? What do I do now to ensure that I, I am going past that stage of self-doubt when I'm doing a presentation, for example, which I'm sure many of you guys have to do a presentation, especially now um, living in the virtual world, you probably have to do more of that um, on screen. So I just like to ensure I like my energy. So like when, when I'm up there, I'm like, hey, if I'm liking my energy, if I'm liking myself, I'm giving that vibe out to everyone. So I ensure that I am um, kicking ass instead of just doubting myself in my mind. So as you can see, like I turned that around because I would be on stage like, oh my gosh, like people are not listening to me. Are they getting bored? All these things in my mind, which it was just made up. And now I have switched that mindset to think like, hey, no, like they'll see, you got to make sure that you you have that um, that vibe up there so you could transmit that to the rest of the audience. And I know that it's that's what I've been doing because I've done it with other people. I've done it virtually and I do give off that vibe. So um, there you go. That's one of my examples. And then second is when I actually started my corporate job, I, um, I learned that the position I was in, many people had to work their way up to be there. And I would say like, oh, um, I'm just, I got lucky because I knew someone that recommended me. I would say like, I've, I'm very shy. It's very hard for me to speak up. Um, however, I did struggle at the beginning a lot more. So now I am a lot more open-minded to share my thoughts. But at the beginning, even, even though I knew my thoughts were valid, it was so hard for me because I would say, I don't belong here. I don't. I haven't earned my time at this company for me to speak up. And then I'm like, it took me, I would say a year to say like, hey, like you got this job, not because you were lucky. Okay, yes, you knew someone that told the hiring manager, hey, interview this girl, but I did put the work in. I was prepared because I was interviewed with other people, right? So I didn't earn that job. So if you've been if you've been in that position that you're like, oh my gosh, like how did I get this like just dream job or how did I get here? Or was this just handed to me? No, don't feel that way. You're there for a reason. You were given that job for a reason and you did prepare yourself for it. Um, so as you can see, like change that mindset. Like when you're in environments, if you're in a meeting and you're like, oh, I don't belong here, because sometimes, which leads me to this other one is as a Latina, I feel like we all always (laughs) 
feel that imposter syndrome if if you're let's say you're in an all white male room, right? I know that's something that we hear a lot, but sometimes if we do work in corporate, that does happen to us. And for me, as being younger, I'm like, oh my gosh, like what can, what value can I add? But then I have it's like I have came to realize like, oh, I'm in this room for a reason. Like I was on the meeting invite for a reason. So it's time for me to speak up instead of thinking that I don't belong in this space. And like, I need to be representing all of our other Latinas to say like, hey, we need more diversification. We need more of people of these thoughts because the world is evolving. And um, yeah, I would just say that of, it all comes down to the change of mindset, right? Because it's all about this imposter syndrome as we heard at the beginning is when we have that self-doubt in our mind. So just think of it, if you're in a space doubting yourself, just think of all the value that you can add and just always be yourself. That's the thing. Like I have learned like sometimes I would be like, oh, should I like um, not be like, and one of my recent one-on-ones, I told my upline, I'm like, I think I'm being too, um, I'm dreaming too big. Like I need to tone it down. And he's like, no, I want you to keep dreaming big. I want you to keep expressing yourself. I want you to keep um, saying what you're saying, even though other people in the room are telling you like, well, Rosie, you're, you're way ahead. Because he said, we want them to start thinking that's where we need to be, even though you need to respect like, hey, um, you're like, we're going to cut this here, but we could you know, like put this, like how they would say in the parking lot, but to still never keep it in. So I really want you to, um, to do that because I've always struggled with that. And now, now, like five years later is when I'm like, oh my gosh, like, and especially now after being promoted recently, it was like, um, I was promoted for a reason. So Hosey, you got to start speaking up more, even though you're doubting yourself because, um, people that believed in you to be, to get you to where you are, are you know rooting for you and waiting for you to to take action so get all those little thoughts and voices outside of your mind and lastly I would say I grew up always with imposter syndrome because being the daughter of business owners I would be put in positions that I thought my parents or especially my dad would put me in positions because I was his daughter but now that I'm not really in the in their company as involved as I used to be, I have reflected that I could have been a lot more successful or gotten more things done or done things differently if I would have not doubted myself. Because I noticed that out of all the things, all the operations in their business, there were some things my dad never delegated me to do. And it was because he knew I was not prepared for it. But there were other things that he would put me in positions of power. And I would doubt myself. I would say, oh, no, I'm only here because I'm his daughter. Oh, no, there's other people that are older than me that have more expertise than me. And I would always be scared to for confrontation or to get things moving along. So with that said, when you're when you're put in the position is not because for if you're in that if you're like if you think you're put put in a position because like. Oh, it was handed to you. No, it's because most of the time I would say it's because, yes, you do have someone that believes in you and sees that in you. And they're just 
put in your net position so you can start blooming. And that's the thing. Like, that's what I have to start thinking. Like, even for this starting this podcast, I would tell John, like, what am I going to talk about? I remember that was the first thing I told him when she said, oh, I mean, you know, let's do it together. And it's like, why would I um, doubt myself in the beginning? And I'll add a, a little a little closing thing of like us as Latinas, we eventually, some of us like to cook. <laughs> and um, I was mentioning to John, like for Christmas, I did a, a dish that is very traditional in Dominican Republic, which is super hard to do. I don't know if any of you guys know, but I'm going to mention it, pasteles in hoja. And it's like, I was I was telling Jana, it's like, is that imposter syndrome or self-confidence? And then it's like, I still at this moment, I still get stuff confused between imposter syndrome or self-confidence. And Jana's like, no, that's more of the self-confidence. So I'm putting that out there so that you could think like, hey, I'm still struggling. It's okay. Talk it through with someone so you could really identify if you're having imposter syndrome or just that lack of self-confidence, because it's very, very easy to confuse. Like myself, I'm an example of that. And that's why I wanted to share my personal story with you. And now I'm going to hand it over to Jana so we can listen to our little Wonder Woman here. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Rosie. So I loved, um, yeah, everything you said about how you felt and how, and you know, those tips of letting women know kind of like how you dealt with it. Because I feel like when you do have imposter syndrome, everyone, again, like everyone's different in, in how they handle certain things. And I feel like um, that part right there, it's a little bit similar to, to me on how you handle it. And I feel like um, maybe other people do it that way too. But just so you know, like there are a lot of different ways on how you can handle imposter syndrome and how you can tell yourself or, or have someone help you and support you. And how and telling you how you know how to get out of that mentality and you know improve and get and you know get past that. But for me, las veces que yo he sentido imposter syndrome have been when I've been given opportunities to lead specific projects or maybe to lead a group of people supporting or or making you know certain projects happen. Um, and it's always been hard for me to believe that I have what it takes to do those things. Um, and the and what it takes to like lead other people, even though you would think that I would be good at that and making you know and kind of maybe um, leading other people and doing certain things um, because I normally take the lead to do things when I'm in a group of people, which is weird. It's really weird to be that way, but feel like you can't do it when you're in maybe in a professional setting per se. So for me, it's been very difficult to, um, I guess, like understand that I do have the skills, I do have the capability, I do have the potential to be able to do those things and lead certain projects because they were given to me for a reason. So because people, um, maybe my manager, my mentor, or the people that haven't trusted or given me that opportunity, believed in me and saw the potential in me to be able to do those things. So. Like I said, it's really weird because in my personal life, um, just like Rosie mentioned about the podcast, you know, that's one thing that me, myself, like, came up with that. And I was just like, you know, Rosie, we should probably, I mean, you've heard the story before where Rosie and I, you know, I heard, we heard a podcast, someone in the DR, and I was like, hey, we can do that. And like, I felt so confident about doing that, like in my, 
personal life and being able to like lead that this type of project and talk about our experiences and invite other women to share their experiences in our podcast and just to make make sure that we are um providing certain tips and certain knowledge to other women that have been going through specific things that may be the same as our own experiences but we want to make sure that maybe they don't have to go through those experiences if we share our own so as you can see that's different for me like I was able to say hey I we can let's do this podcast we got this we can talk about certain things I, I even told you know Rosie like she mentioned she didn't have the confidence to like what am I going to talk about and I was there to say like oh we can do this we got this so again different right like I was like I knew in my mind that we got this and that we were able to do this and I mean two and a half years later we still have the podcast we're still going strong and we're still getting a lot of opportunities to share you know our experiences and share other women's experiences so again it's more I feel that way when I'm in a professional setting as Rosie mentioned, where you have like other people that you feel have had um, more time than you, um, you know, like they've actually put their time in. And so when you're given an opportunity where you feel like, oh, but I haven't been, you know, in that role for so long, or I, I feel like, you know, so-and-so is probably more prepared to do these things and, that, and they have the skills and capabilities. I, I don't, like, I feel like I just started yesterday or I'm like, super early in my career like why am I give, given you know this opportunity so those are the things that we have to stop you know kind of like thinking about and making sure that you tell yourself like you know it's something that I can do so one of the examples that I have about like you know the professional portion of like me feeling like an imposter was when I um in my organization we um had never hosted a conference for professionals of color and we have a lot of people of color in our organization. And so we wanted to give them a way to be able to express themselves, like a safe space to be able to do that and provide them with tools and resources that could help them thrive, you know, thrive at work and be more successful. Um, things that maybe other people find it very easily or are given to them very easily that people of color may not have right now or may not have at the moment. So we wanted to give that to those people. And so the organization had never done that before. And I remember my manager at the time letting me know that, hey, you know, this is something we're gonna be doing. And I am choosing you to be the lead of this project. Something that, again, has never been done. And we knew we were gonna experience pushback from the organization, a lot of questions about why is our, you know, are this group of people getting like special treatment, you know, a special conference about, um, you know, things that maybe other people also need. And so we knew that that was gonna happen. And me knowing those things and maybe not knowing how to, even though I obviously I know how that feels, I felt like maybe I didn't have the, the skills to be able to answer all of those questions as to like, why? Why are we getting this special treatment according to other people? You know, why is this so, so important for people of color to get that opportunity and get those resources and things like that? So I really doubted myself. I really asked like, why are you choosing me to do something that has never been done before? And also leading that group of people that was pretty much, um, responsible to make that event happen and so you know that's something that 
I always think about, and I'm, and you know, my mentor, my manager, which is now my mentor, a mentor today, she always tells me how, you know, like we have a lot of potential, like I believe in you. Um, you need to start believing in yourself and like all these things that I never really, again, think that I have. And so again, one of the things that I want to say, kind of similar to what Rosie said, is that the uh, me, the way I dealt, I've dealt with, you know, kind of like imposter syndrome and those situations in my professional career and those settings is by proving myself wrong. So proving myself and making sure that I am thinking about, you know, I'm not thinking about those things that I'm not good enough. I don't have the skills. And so being able to put in the effort and the work into those activities or those events have been the things that I'm like, you know what, I'm going to prove myself wrong and I'm going to get this done. And at the end of the day, I am going to feel like I do, I did deserve that opportunity. Like the results of how that came to happen, you know, with the final product, we'll talk, you know, pretty much will talk for itself. And that will mean that I actually deserve that opportunity. So um, I know that it is definitely easier said than done. But as long as you have people that believe in you and that can give you constant feedback as to how you can always improve and do better, because let's be honest, nobody's perfect. And even though um, you do want to prove yourself wrong, there, there may be times where you're going to be stuck. And if it's something that you've never done before, but they don't want believes in you and they're giving you that chance and opportunity to be able to do it, you definitely will need some sort of constant feedback and someone to support you and help you, you know, get there and help you um, provide that, you know, get to that final product. So just make sure you have some sort of support, someone telling you, a mentor, um, your manager, um, your family, you know, that your friends that are able to support you and kind of lift you up and always tell you like, hey, you can overcome this. You can do this. You were given this opportunity for a reason. So let's just prove them that it you deserve it. So that's kind of my two cents on that and my experience. And so I really hope that you guys enjoyed um, maybe like listening to our tips, Rosie and I's um, experience in imposter syndrome. And so I'm just going to turn it over to Rosie so she can close us out today. Nah, it's going to be a short, a short homework assignment, as I would say. Nice. No, I'm going to start calling these your personal development to-do list. <laughs> so I would call them homework. It's to, I want you to reflect if there is something, a precision you haven't been given recently or probably your entire life you've been <laughs> battling with this. It's to start owning that um, because you've, you've been given it for a reason. And as Jana just mentioned, find someone that you can mentor with or someone that, you know, keeps empowering you to believe in yourself. Because um, as we said throughout this episode is that that position has been given to you for a reason. It definitely has. Like, And I and even with the whole universe, you know, um, faith, I always say everything happens for a reason. So put that in your mind that everything happens for a reason, even if you think that um, you are failing because that's it's part of imposter syndrome, thinking that you're failing, that self-doubt, something positive is always going to come out of it. So I want you to always stay positive in the process of you trying to transition those self-doubts um, in your mind. So now, 
I'll leave you, leave you with this is to always believe in yourself because you do have what it takes to get it done. So tú eres una mujer super poderosa y sigue haciendo cosas maravillosas. Hasta la próxima. Chao. Thank you.